The Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop and Jonesboro and crumblecookies.com. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Friday. It is June the 23rd of 2023. So I realized today as I prepare for an event right after the radio show that I have an issue. I'm about to run into a problem today. And I don't know if there's a solution to my problem that can be had. Oh, I bet we can find someone that can help you. We also have an online order dilemma for old KP. (laughs) She, you know, sometimes you order stuff online and and maybe it's not the perfect thing. (laughs) We run through that. Uh, There's also sad news on the Titan submersible vehicle. Uh, Man, that's that's obviously the topic around the country. Horrible news on that. We'll tell you the latest on that. Plus, we have the things that our neighbors hate the most about us. Oh. And y'all, I make a lot of these lists. (laughs) Well, at least you can admit it. Yeah, we have country stars headed to The Voice in a dual chair. New music from Jake Owen. New music from Michael Ray. All of that this morning as you get your day started with Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we had the chance. I told you that my son has decided he wants to start going to the gym. That is so cute. He wants to start working out. Y'all, he's 13. And he's one of those kids that I've realized that um, a lot of people don't smile when they're in the gym. You ever notice that? Yes. Like, I don't know if people are uncomfortable around other people or if it's just a weird deal or if you shouldn't smile at people when you pass. But Kai's one of those kids who it looks like he is mad the entire time he's in the gym. I get that. And I think some people are just like, I know a lot of women are scared to make eye contact and smile in the gym, especially if they are in a relationship. Because most men think if you smile at them, even though you smile at every single person ever that walks by you, that you like them. Yeah, I guess most so of us do Kai think like worried that. About that. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Um, he's convinced now his buddy to go to the gym. You know, his buddy Dustin, who you've met at multiple different yeah. times. He's like, hey, man, you should get a membership and go with us. So now uh, Dustin's family went up and got him a membership at the gym. So now it's uh, it's my duty to be the trainer of Kai and Dustin. Is it your duty? Or well, I noticed because kind of making it like that. Uh, maybe, maybe partly that too, but I feel like now I've taken over the gym and I'm doing my own personal training, even though I'm not a licensed professional personal trainer. Do you think that maybe you might be getting on the gym's nerves? I did worry about that as I was walking around instructing them on what to do, which machines to go to. And now we have three bodies moving around on the floor of the gym. Well, I think it was really weird. Everybody was fine with it until you put on a gym shirt. Well, and then everybody's like, why is he putting on a logoed shirt and t- telling people what to do? And I'm taking cash on the side is what Are I'm doing. You? If you want me to give you some advice, I'll take some cash on the side. Pretty sure that might be illegal. No, I think it's fine. Uh, I think my gym would be fine with that, your right? gym. <laughs> it's my personal gym. No, but there was a guy in there. It was kind of funny because uh, I looked over at him and he's, you know, kind of probably around my age and he has a bald head and a little bit of scruff and, okay. you know, he's, he's a little more buff like that. And he had, you felt man, you felt like a camaraderie. Yeah. He had a tattoo down his left arm, a full sleeve. Did y'all give each other a hug? He had on the same, um, the same t-shirt that I had on. <laughs> it's going to be like single white female for the testosterone deal. And I'm like, Hey man, team, you know, bam. And we fist bump and he looked over at me and I guess we've seen each other in, in the gym a couple different times. 
And he says that he gets mistaken for me when he goes out and goes different places. I'm so sorry, sir. And, and now that he's wearing, the, we had the same stuff on. We had Adidas shorts and the same shirt and two bald guys. It's really weird. You should have taken a picture since you're into gym selfies now. Well, you know, I thought about doing that, but I didn't want to creep him out or his family. So. But who goes into somebody else's gym and acts like they're a personal trainer there? Exactly. That's what I was telling that guy. It's you. Oh, oh me. Yeah. That's what you were telling that guy. I was telling him to stop doing Brandon. that. Stop impersonating me. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get free gym memberships. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Jim Marple. He's a native of Wynn who has gone on to work for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers Mm -hmm. in Little Rock, right? And Jim Marple has just now been named the 2023 Civilian of the Year. That's a big deal. So uh, let's hear. Jim is the Chief of Emergency Management for the Little Rock District. He was responsible for organizing efforts to help with Hurricane Ian and also, of course, the tornadoes of March the 31st. Uh, He organizes tactical training and meetings, and he's there to make sure response is ready for natural, national, technological, and environmental disasters. So they say the Civilian of the Year Award is the top award given annually uh, to the Department of Army civilians. Hmm. So it's a cool deal. And again, he's a Win native. Congratulations. And here's to you, Jim Marple. It's an Arkansas morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing a big on a Friday morning. It is June the 23rd. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Dan and Shell. So Dan and Shay have been announced as joining The Voice for season 25, which is the one that starts in the spring of next year. It's a pretty big deal because uh, Blake Shelton walked away from The Voice. We knew that for season 24, the upcoming season this fall, they brought in Reba McIntyre to replace Blake. But I guess they're doubling down on country, and they decided for next uh, for the next season, for the spring season, to have Dan and Shay in a double chair. Yeah. So think about this. They're not going to have individual chairs. If you picture Blake Shelton in the big red chair when it turns around, this now is going to be a double deal. Two seats on the same spinning gimmick, and Dan and Shay both turn around. So they'll have to decide together, like a teamwork thing, and what if one of them likes someone else other than the other one? Bingo. It could be kind of interesting, that that dynamic. So Dan and Shay are going to be on season 25 with Reba, who's going to be on there again, John Legend and Chance the Rapper. And again, season 25 begins in the spring of next year. We have country music news today on Michael Ray. Then I want to kiss you in the Michael Ray is opening up about what he went through during the process of his divorce from Carly Pierce. He's talking depression, anger, guilt, 
And you can hear all about it on his new EP out today. So he named the album Dive Bars and Broken Hearts, and Michael describes it as music played on a jukebox in a bar, hence the title. Uh, the song Dive Bars and Broken Hearts sounds like this. Damn girl, we're no good, but somehow still so good. Guess I'm just a Jones song in your So Michael's been out promoting this new album, and although he'd love to focus more on the music, he's still getting asked about his divorce from Carly Pierce, and he says he's not going to do a tell-all, but he'd like people to know there are two sides of the story. Michael says, quote, two people were involved in something, and two people dropped the ball individually. However, I dropped the ball, and I don't want to continue to do that. Michael went on to say that the album in every way is about what he's been through the past few years, just as a person, and now he kind of knows what really matters in life. So it's called Dive Bars and Broken Hearts. It's Michael Ray, and it's out today. And we have country music news today on Jayco. She was the one that got away, the one who wrecked my heart. So Jake Owen has a new album out today. It's called Loose Cannon. And Jake says that these songs really are all about him and all like him because they're all over the map. And he says he's somewhat of a loose cannon. And this album is somewhat of a loose cannon as well. He says, anytime, uh, anytime you release something that's creative, it can be scary as an artist because you want people to like it. And he wants to know which songs you like the best off of this new album. Uh, the current radio single from Jake Owen is pretty dang catchy. It's on the boat again. To get out on the boat again. I just can't wait to get on the boat again. The life I love is drinking cold beer with my friends. Yeah, I can't wait to get on the boat again. <laughs> that one's catchy, isn't it? I know. So again, Jake Owen's album, Loose Cannon, is out today. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, if you're looking for something that everybody in the family is going to be happy with, think about crumble cookies because I can tell you this, it's a hit every time we go somewhere, every time we take a box of crumble cookies somewhere, every time I bring a box of crumble cookies mm-hmm. home, everybody's happy. And on the menu this week, man, I'm going to have to go buy the red velvet cupcake, a red velvet cookie topped with a swirl of delicious vanilla cream cheese frosting and a sprinkle of crumbly red velvet cookie crumbs. They also have the waffle cookie. So this is better than your weekend breakfast. It's a waffle cookie topped with a dollop of buttercream frosting and served with a side of maple syrup. How about chocolate cookies and cream, a rich chocolate cookie slammed with cookies and cream pieces, then studded with creamy white chips. They also have the fried ice cream. This Mm. is like basically the county fair. It's a delicious cinnamon cookie with this smooth white chocolate buttercream and fried ice cream streusel. How about the classic pink sugar, an all-time favorite vanilla sugar cookie topped with a perfect pink swoop of real almond frosting. And they have a mystery cookie this week. Oh, it's a mystery. (laughs) Scooby-dooby-doo. I'm not sure why Scooby-Doo has to do with mystery. It's a mystery machine, right? Yeah, yeah. So is the mystery cookie one of your favorites, or maybe it's something you haven't tried yet? It is a mystery this week at Crumble. And of course, the milk chocolate chip, the classic you can't go wrong, thick, soft, and packed with milk chocolate chips. You can check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can always download the Crumble Cookies app or check them out online at crumblecookies.com. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know? on Arkansas's Morning Show.
Did you know it takes about two and a half pounds of grapes just to make one bottle of wine? Oh, my gosh. You know the great thing about this, though, and I'm really thinking about this. I'm processing this internally today. I believe this is great news for Dr. Spites regarding my health. And why is that? I'm getting plenty of fruits. And I'm getting plenty of grains with the barley and the hops. Okay. Like, when you really think about my nutrition, between the grapes and the barley and the hops, it is on point. Stellar. Thank you. Did you know cul-de-sac literally translates to butt of the bag in French? Oh. I live... In the butt of the bag. Is it kind of true? Are you Well, you're not the actual person in the butt of the bag, but you're kind of right there at the beginning, at the entrance of the butt of the bag. Yeah. On your I street. think I'll just say dead end. <laughs> dead end? <laughs> Instead of cul-de-sac. I think I will say dead end. All right. I, was I like butt of the bag. Channeling Lainey Wilson. All right. Thank you, Lainey. And did you know Led Zeppelin and R.E.M. <laughs> have never had a number one single, oh which is really hard for me to wrap my head around, but... Rihanna has had 14 songs go number one. It's like this. Oh, yeah. When the sun shines, we'll shine together. Told you I'll be here forever. Said I'll always be your friend. Took a note, I'm gonna stick it out to the end. Now that it's raining more than ever. Know that we'll still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. You can stand under my umbrella. Ella, Ella, And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It's kind of crazy to think it's been 25 years since the original Furbies came out. That is crazy. <clears throat> so as Hulk Hogan would say, man, Furby Mania. <clears throat> sorry. Furby Mania is running wild, brother. Because yeah. they're bringing back Furbies for the 25th anniversary. I just don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean? I mean, I'm sure it's good for kids, but my stepdaughter, Ella, had a Furby. Gosh. I guess it was maybe 10 years ago, and that sucker would come on in the middle of the night and say stuff and make noises and scare me to death. So basically, it looks like some little you know, stuffed animal is going to come at you and attack you, like oh. Chucky. Oh, it's cute. You want to carry it around everywhere. I mean, it's colorful, but man, I was scared of it. So the Furby first came out in 1998, and they were a huge hit, and people went crazy for them, and it was like the... The Christmas gift that everybody wanted that not everybody could get, right? Which only drove the interest even higher. So now these new Furbies, which are uh, being released here in 2023, have five voice-activated modes, 600 different responses. So the Furby literally can talk to you and have a conversation. The Furby also responds to hugs, pats, belly tickles, and shaking. You might can have a best friend now. You know, I don't have to have Joe anymore, who I just have to dream up in my head. I can buy a couple of Furbies to make it even better. And this is where it's genius from Hasbro. The Furbies can now interact with each other. Of course they can. So now the Furbies can have conversations with each other. So you really don't need just one Furby. You need two. Brandon, let's get two Furbies. We bring them into the station. And it's basically Arkansas's morning show with Brandon Kelly and the Furbies. And the Furbies. And whatever is said is said. Furbies go wild. Yeah. I don't know. It could be kind of cool. Maybe on vacation days, the Furbies host the show. Yeah. You know what? It reminds me of two different things. It reminds me of Cabbage Patch Kids when there was a huge craze over Cabbage Patch Kids. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, yeah. Both iconic toys Mm -hmm. that sold tons. And it's basically the whole supply and demand thing. 
And then parents go crazy because their kid asked for the Furby for Christmas and they can't find them on store shelves. Your daughter can't be the only one at school without a Furby. Right. It's like when Dwight had the unicorn doll on the office. And he was selling them right before the holidays for these inflated prices because everybody wanted the unicorn Mm -hmm. doll. (laughs) Anyway, the Furbies, here's the difference. I'm not sure what the Furbies cost when they initially went on sale back in 1998. Oh, what is it? The updated version is going to be $70. Now, they do talk to you. And they're not going to cause you the drama of real friends. Brandon. So maybe this is a great idea. Maybe when you're headed out to the lake this summer, you take your Furby instead of your friends. Yeah, you don't have any friends or your friends can't go? Take the Furbies. Who's your best man at your wedding? Oh, it's my little red Furby over okay. here. I don't know. They're going on sale next month. Furby mania is running wild, brother. <laughs> it's ironically like a trip down, I don't know, memory lane. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So there's many ways to make a love connection, but armed robbery probably isn't one of them. A man in Indiana named Damien robbed a woman outside her home last month. He pointed a gun at her and said, and it made her hand over $100 that she had. Well, then with the gun still pointed at her, he asked her if she had a boyfriend. And she'd add him on Facebook. He even showed her his profile and forced her to add him. Remember, he has a gun on her right there. He said he'd pay her back, and then he ran off. They even exchanged Facebook messages later with Damien still trying to score a date, promising to pay her back. And at one point he said, quote, it's a messed up way to meet, but you were too pretty to rob. Oh, my God. The woman told him she had a man but wished him well. Finally, Damien was caught, arrested, and charged in a separate robbery where he allegedly shot two people and hit someone else in the head with a brick. Oh, my gosh. It's unclear if he was romantically interested in any of them. Damien was charged with robbery uh, in the Facebook case with the woman he tried to ask out as he robbed her. Well, speaking of trying to make a love connection... Why did the Italian cheesemaker join a dating app? Oh my gosh, why did he join a dating app? Well, he was so provolonely. Oh my what? goodness, that is bad. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, it's kind of weird. Sometimes I wake up and it's like, man, I'm ready to tackle the day and I feel like everything is in place and I'm going to go and I'm going to dominate. Yeah, I get it. And there's other days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I have this to do, this to do, this to do, this to do, and I'm failing at everything, uh-huh. and it's 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. I realized this morning when I woke up, I have an event later on today, and typically, uh, I'm not real good about keeping up with what I'm supposed to do. What? <laughs> Just so y'all know, I keep a calendar, and it's not only my events, my son's events, but it's also Brandon's events. It's almost like she is, uh, like I'm her child, and she's like, hey, you're supposed to be here today. Yep. You have a call with this person, you have a deal, blah, blah, blah. So that's kind of what we've, uh, the rhythm that we've created. Later on today, I'm doing an event with Arkansas State football. Uh, Coach Butch Jones has people in and they've invited me to, they want me to do something. I don't even know exactly what I'm doing. He asked me first and I was unavailable. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. So second banana shows up and there I'm going to be. But I realized today as I was prepping that I I have zero contacts in my contact deal. And a couple years ago, I decided that I probably needed to go get glasses. And if you can remember, I really had trouble seeing for a long time. So I would typically have to ask people to give me you know, something with really big fonts. Or when people would give me a script, I would just kind of make stuff up. 
Y'all, the first five years I worked with him, he would get so many things wrong. The birthdays, people would text us and be like, my name's not Mike, it's Matt. Yeah. Because he would whatever. And and he finally got the glasses. And now you have to have contacts because of blah, blah, blah. And you're saying you didn't think ahead of time yeah, for some reason? This is probably something you should have put down that it was time for me to reorder contacts. I know that we're not married, but... I didn't know that that you needed... Con- I haven't heard you say that. Because well, sometimes I really do try to help your wife. Because bless yeah, her heart, okay, she okay. deals with enough. We have basically a work marriage. You should have my medications and all the stuff kind of listed over there because... Uh, like and for for a minute, I was thinking I was going to wear glasses all the time. It was going to be a new part of my gimmick since I had no hair. I could distinguish the glasses I, as yeah. an accessory, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then I decided, well, I've never had glasses in all these years, and now to me, I look I don't look the same if I put glasses on. Like in the studio, I'm going to wear my glasses, and it doesn't matter. But for photos and videos, and I'm doing this new thing for Wait, take uh, them television. Off. Let me see. Uh, well, I can't see you if I take them off. No, I want to see if I remember your. Fa- it looks weird when you don't have glasses on to me. Does it? Yes. So my deal is I have no contacts today. Can you see me right now? You're extremely blurry. I'm not exactly sure. I don't don't know why I'm yelling. I'm not really sure either. I'm not having trouble hearing today. (laughs) So what I need to do is I need you to call my eye doctor and get my contacts. You did that for me the last time I needed contacts. So I need you to make contact with my contact people. My niece Kaylee works there. Yes. And I can text her. Yes, please. I, I think there's some kind of weird HIPAA thing. I'm not even your wife. They're it gonna doesn't be like, matter. Kelly, you're not even related to him. And I'm going to be like, but Brandon says I'm his co-host. You're so my I work should wife. Have, why don't you, then you need to tell them that I have access to all of your records. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I do not think so. Or should I just tell them today I need an extremely big font for the stuff I'm going to have to do? Like, hey, give me something like a 46 or something like that. Well, you were telling me that Coach Jones has to use a magnifying glass to to see stuff. So maybe yes. you could borrow that. Yeah, as a matter of fact, his wife does as well. Brandon, that's no. below the no. belt. No. No, no, it's not. I was talking about his you eyes. Leave Why her did you say it's below his belt? No. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthday sport today. It's Friday, June the 23rd of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Laura Beth Butler from Wynn, who is celebrating today. Jordan Sills from Jonesboro. Amanda Falberg of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. So happy birthday, Amanda. Rebecca Herrera of Truman. Lisa Young of Jonesboro. Sean Warner of Paragould. We have Wes George of Springdale celebrating. Justin Brown of Jonesboro. And Peyton Beasley celebrates today as well. Celebrating tomorrow, Mike McLaughlin of Jonesboro. Tony Graham of Jonesboro is going to celebrate. Sarah Lawrence has a birthday. David Mason of Jonesboro celebrates coming up tomorrow. Uh, Brad Cobble of Jonesboro has a birthday tomorrow, as does Mitch Baldwin. Celebrating on Sunday, Tony Smith will be celebrating. And Dr. Joe Spades of Jonesboro celebrates coming up on Sunday. My dentist. Can I say my personal dentist? Yeah, I feel sorry for him. Wait a minute. 
some bad breath. That's not real nice. (laughs) Happy birthday to Joe Spades, who celebrates on Sunday. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say... Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Melissa Roch is 43. That's Bernadette on The Big Bang Theory. Jason Mraz is 46. You may know him from this song. But I won't hesitate no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm yours. Jason Mraz, 46. Happy birthday today to Randy Jackson. He's 67. Of course, American Idol judge who reunited. Uh, my series talking to me or All something. Right. Uh, reunited with Journey. And also, did you know I have an autograph of Randy Jackson? The real Randy Jackson. Yeah. On, on one of my samurai swords. What? Yeah. Randy Jackson, the American Idol guy. Right. And the guy from Journey. Randy Jackson, 67 today. Celebrating on Saturday, Minka Kelly will be 43. That's Dove on Titans. Mindy Kaling will be 44. That's Kelly Kapoor on The Office. Uh, Mick Fleetwood is 76 on t- uh, tomorrow from Fleetwood Mac. Mick Fleetwood celebrates tomorrow. Hey, there's Bill Clinton. Happy birthday, Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood, 76 tomorrow. And celebrating on Sunday, Busy Phillips will be 44. She was in Dawson's Creek and Amy Schumer's Best Friend and I Feel Pretty. Linda Cardinelli is 48. That's Judy on the Netflix series Dead to Me and Hawkeye's Wife in Avengers Endgame. Let's see. Angela Kinsey is 52. That's Angela on The Office. And David... Mm, Page. Let's go with that. 69. That's Toto singer and keyboardist. Toto singer David Page. She's celebrating her birthday on Sunday. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, David Page from Toto, who turns 69 on Sunday. Happy birthday, David. Hope you have a good one. Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, today is June the 23rd, and today in pop culture in 1979, the Charlie Daniels Band released one of their biggest hits. Johnny Rosin, up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Today in pop culture in 1987, at the age of 15, Tiffany started her shopping mall tour. It was basically her way of launching a pop career. Shopping malls around the country were packed when Tiffany showed up, and this was her big hit. They don't understand, and so we're running just as fast as we can. 
87. Start my shopping mall tour next year. <laughs> They're starting to uh, go out of business. I mean, you don't really see shopping malls anymore, it seems like. But you might I'm going to well, start mine. You might as well hit them, man. Yeah. Did you get to go? See, did you get to go see Tiffany in '87? I did not. Now that was a big deal, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, today in pop culture in 1993. See if you remember this story. Lorena Bobbitt. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. I remember this. She cut off her husband. Uh, there was some stuff going on. She's a queen. She she did it, and then she drove away, and she threw it out the window. I remember ladies everywhere. I remember being traumatized by this story. You should just thinking, oh my gosh, is this humanly possible? <laughs> did you know Lorena Bobbitt? Little known fact on Lorena Bobbitt. Uh-huh. One of her favorite songs. Now cuts like a knife. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not sure if that's accurate. That's just what I heard. Uh Kelly told me that this morning. Uh, And today in pop culture in 2010, Willie Nelson was inducted into the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry. That's a big deal for Willie. Just can't wait to get on the road again. It Willie is. The life I love is making music with my friends. I can't wait to get on the road. You know, it's kind of weird, though, back to Lorena Bob, but I heard she wasn't a big fan of Willie, so I don't know. And today in pop culture in 2014, Ed Sheeran's second album. It's called 10. It came out. It featured this one. Place your head on my beating heart. <laughs> thinking out loud. Take it back. Maybe we found love right where. <laughs> Today, uh, today is June the 23rd, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Do you mind if I interrogate you publicly? Well, I mind, but it doesn't matter. You're going to do it. Huh? Uh-huh. What do you mean? You always wait to turn that little light on, that little <laughs> switch on, and then you ask me uncomfortable, awkward questions. Kelly. And like most people know, I'm going to answer honestly. Kelly Brooke. Let's go. Kelly Brooke. Pitch it. I would, never, I would never set you up in situations. Why are you not looking at me? Because I'm, I'm have, I have eye problems today. Yeah, I know. And stigmatisms. Maybe, Maybe you should figure out what how, what the actual word is. Stigmatisms. I have multiple. Yeah, and we cataracts. Know. Oh, we know. What? I know what you have. What do I have? A little bit of glaucoma. Oh my gosh. What can I do to treat that? I think you know. <laughs> All right. Hello. 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 Uh, let's talk through this real quick. Uh, things our neighbors hate. Can we talk through that? Oh, okay. Because let me ask you this. Let me just put you right there. I'm going to put you out on Front Street. Since this is a neighbor's story, you're on Front Street. <laughs> oh, Who yeah. says that? That is so good. That is so topical no, and trendy now. That sounds like a great, 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 great grandfather. Here's Kelly on Front Street. So, Kelly on Front Street, do you mm-hmm. think you're a good neighbor? Well, it depends. Kelly, this is a yes or no. No, it's not. A bull. If you're talking about what my house looks like on the outside, like do I keep up with my yard, make uh-huh. everything look decent, like it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb. Like, of course, there's stuff that I wish I could do, but does it stick out like a sore thumb? No. Like I keep everything correct. Okay. 
with my house. Well, I wasn't even thinking about how your house looked. You live in a nice oh. neighborhood, nice house. So, yeah. So, there's <clears throat> as a neighbor, I, I, I conform, you know. You conform to the neighbors. Yeah. The other neighbors and mm-hmm. your homeowners association and all the fun stuff like that. Yeah. But do you think they would consider you a good neighbor as an individual? Would they say, you know that, Kelly, she is a good neighbor? <laughs> I think that maybe uh, they would say if we had met her, she maybe she'd be a good neighbor. But we don't really know because either she's never home, we don't see her, she doesn't talk to us, mm-hmm. or she's chasing her dog. Oh, wait. And yelling. Hang on. You have lived there for a long time uh-huh. in your current residence. I have. And you don't know your neighbors yet. No, and it's really nothing personal to them. They're all great neighbors, I'm sure. Yeah, but you just don't take, you don't go out of your way. Well, you don't you, want to bother people, though, you too, You know how right? I make fun of you of not wanting to go places and be around people. Yes. I do like going to places and being around people, but when I come home, that's my like place of solace. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have to shoot uh, the mess about the weather yeah. with the 90-year-old um, every single day for an hour yeah. when I have had the longest day ever and I've my, my butt I'm, I'm done I have nothing else to give I just want to go home and chill with my inner circle sure that makes sense yeah you said you chase the dogs and yell and scream and stuff like that well there's something called a leash law and um, I do follow it most of the time but it seems like on the on the one or two times a week I don't follow it just thinking that <laughs> they're just gonna go out and just barely you know, lift their leg and come back in. That's yeah. when somebody's walking their dog oh. and then my dog takes off and take off. And yeah. So they probably are like, that's the girl that never talks to anyone and is always uh, cursing at her dogs, even though it's her own fault because she's the one that does not put them on a leash mm-hmm. or hobbling down the street, chasing the dog because she has a hamstring issue. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, that's you. So you don't think you're a good neighbor, not the best neighbor. Again, I just, maybe not. What about you? Uh, here we go. Yeah. This is where it's about to get interesting. Okay, y'all. go. Hey, Dad. Uh, you call me Dad? No. I almost called you David. Oh, I do miss Aww. David. He's no longer with Rest us. Rest in peace, David. He is no longer with us. <laughs> he's still alive, by the way. He is? Uh, he's just no longer with our company. That's what I said. He's no longer with us. What kind of neighbor Yes. would your preacher neighbor say you were? Oh, he probably hates me, but that's fine. <laughs> No, he is a preacher. No. They are oh, they taught. Don't hate. Yeah, never mind. They teach people to love one another. No, they don't hate at all. Well, some of them do. <laughs> so there's no judgment there, you don't think? No. I mean, here's the deal. As far as how I am as a neighbor, I'm probably no Mr. Rogers, but I think I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm like a good neighbor, you know, just don't, like a good don't neighbor. Don't start catchphrasing stuff that's already been taken. Well, double B is there right there. <laughs> I do have some issues, though. Like in my first house, probably whenever I bought that house, like 2007, I decided I had a big yard. I had a house. And I, since it was my first house with a big yard, I decided I wanted a wrestling ring in the backyard. So I went and bought a full-size wrestling ring, like the ones you would see on television. And I had it in my backyard. And at all hours of the day and night, I would be out there running the ropes, climbing the top rope, making noises, uh, falling down, and the ring would go. Brandon? That's probably obnoxious to some people. Uh, To everyone, it's obnoxious. So when you have wrestling matches going on in your backyard, that could be obnoxious. I get that. We also had the situation where when we lived (laughs) next to our friends Amy and Rance, we had some issues with them. Number one, there was a storm that came through and took my trampoline and landed my trampoline over the fence in their pool. Yeah. That wasn't probably the best one. Was that the same house where your dogs like to go swimming in their pool? 
Yeah, we got a message one day from Amy, and she said, uh, just so you know, if you're missing your dogs, they are swimming laps in my pool. <laughs> and we look over, and the dogs had just gone for a swim. You've moved about seven times since we've worked together. Yeah, I get run out of neighborhoods. I was about to ask you, was it, is it still true that there was one neighborhood that, that, that asked you to leave? <laughs> Most of them. Well, now Kai, has, he's had go-karts, and he's zipping up and down the uh-huh. roads, and now he has a dirt bike. Of which he likes to ride up and down the road and through yards and if stuff. If you would like to anon- anonymously send me your complaints about Brandon oh, Baxter being uh-uh. a neighbor, uh-uh. you can. No, don't do it. Leave me alone. Like a good neighbor. Brandon is not there. Hey. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the news on the submersive vehicle, the Titan, um, we've talked about this the last couple of days. It came back and it was bad news. Yeah. And, I mean, just catastrophic terrible, sad, all the different things you can say. Uh, A lot of people had held out hope that maybe something was going to happen. There was going to be some miraculous recovery of the Titan submersive vehicle. Again, this is the deal, in case you don't know, this was a deal that was going to take five people down to the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean, which I believe is, was it 13,000 feet? Yeah, something like that, like two miles down. And it was like an, it's supposed to be like an eight hour excursion. Yeah, so I thought, you said that the other day, that you had heard it was eight hours, eight to ten hours, yeah. and I thought that sounded crazy to just go two miles down, it was going to take that long, but that's legit. Let me tell you something else I found out. There's no windows on this thing, so it's not like you're going down and you're able to look out of a window at what you're looking at. They're looking at a screen, so you have people going down there uh-uh. and looking at a screen oh. when they could just stay up. Yes. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Now, I guess I've seen the outside of it, but I thought there had to be like some type of a looking area. Nope. And I guess it would be so dark once you got down there. So here's what they did. They've been looking for this vehicle, the, and they, they found debris. They found the Titan's tail cone, other parts, and, and they believe that the Titan submersive vehicle imploded, mm-hmm. which is basically an explosion, but it kind of explodes mm-hmm. in the implosion. Uh, and they think it's from a pressure failure that something went wrong. Um, and they're talking about how they believe this might have happened as quick as Sunday, whenever they lost communication, even though they were still searching as of mm. yesterday, hoping people were going to be alive. And if you remember, the story was they were thinking they had 96 hours worth mm-hmm. of oxygen, which was what, like four days or something like that. Uh, but they don't believe that they were suffering. They believe it was almost instant. I, well, that makes me feel better, yeah. of course, but mm. Yeah, and here's, I mean, and again, this is just an awful story. We were hoping that, hey, these people were going to all of a sudden be found. They were going to come back up, and they're going to have this miraculous story of survival, and it's going to make a movie and a book and all that different stuff, and it didn't. It just ended awful. Uh, And they say that, you know, there was sounds. I guess it was Wednesday they heard sounds, and they thought maybe people were banging on the side of the deal, and they said that was more than likely not from the Titan. That from everything they can tell is the U.S. Navy heard some type of data. You know, like we have the the seismograph for earthquakes and stuff like that. Yeah. The Navy had something that had a consistent sound on Sunday that sounded like it could have been an explosion or an implosion. But nobody knew to expect it on Sunday. So they didn't think anything of it until they started going back and looking at data. Again, there were five passengers, and they're saying that, again, they didn't suffer because more than likely it was – instantaneous mm-hmm. when the thing went. Uh, but you had the CEO of Ocean Gate, the company that created the Titan, the pilot who was going down there to get them down there. You had the the billionaire who paid $250,000 to go. 
Uh, you had a Pakistani businessman who went with his 19-year-old son. Have you heard the worst part about that relationship? Uh, this uh, this gets me. So the 19-year-old son wasn't really high on the idea of going, but his dad convinced him to go with him as a Father's Day gift. So gosh. he reluctantly got into the deal and went down there. and Oh, his poor mom. Ultimately met their demise. Mm. We were hoping to come back with great news and a miraculous story on, oh my gosh, this thing turned out to be perfect. But unfortunately... Uh, it didn't. Mm-mm. And that's big trending news, not only in this country, but around the world this morning. Our thoughts go out to the people affected, the family and the friends. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the late 90s, like 1998, there was this big uh, toy that came out that everybody wanted. All the parents were trying to get it for their kids. It was the Furby. Yep. Little cute thing. And it was like round and it could talk to you and you'd rub its belly and stuff like that. Well, Hasbro is about to celebrate the 25th birthday, the 25th anniversary of the Furby. And there's a new Furby that comes out and it's coming out next month. It's going to be available for the low rock bottom price of $70. But <laughs> there'll, this- be, there'll be a short waiting list of millions of people. Yeah. Which is what it is. Like people go nuts for it, right? This Furby is going to have five voice voice activated modes, 600 different responses, which is probably more than Kelly and I can say. Wow. Uh, Also, the Furbies interact with each other. So if you buy two Furbies, they can talk to each other. They respond to hugs, pats, belly tickles, and shaking as well. Hmm. So when the Furby first launched back in 1998, they sold 40 million of them. Oh, my gosh. 40 million. And remember, there was a shortage. Like, they could have sold more if everybody could get them. I found one of the original commercials. Uh, Oh, yeah. Did you have one, or were you too old? I I didn't. Uh, I I was, like, I think maybe 21 when they came out, so I didn't have them. But then they did them again when my stepdaughter was, like, gosh, she was, like, seven or eight. They did, like, a little little wave of Furby. So I've had one in my house before, and it used to scare me to death because you would think it'd be off, and all of a sudden, sudden it'd be like, hey, Furby, hey. Or all of a sudden, you would hear something, like, move, and you'd look over, and its eyes would just look at you. And I'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, turn it off. And then Ella would be like, it is turned off. And I'm Mm. like, take it outside. The batteries are out of it. (laughs) No, the batteries weren't out of it. And it would still be talking. The batteries weren't out of it. (laughs) Now, come on now. Like freaking Chucky shows up as a furry. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, what if if it turned into Chucky? Because Chucky looks kind of scary. These are how the AI robots are getting in our house. Furbies. Uh, Furbies. Here's the original commercial from 98. (gasps) What's that? Oh, so the one I'm looking at looks like Gizmo from Gremlins. Oh, it does. So like if we, if we wanted like Gizmo, uh-huh. that's kind of what they tried to create it to look like with the big ears and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I see that. He's really cute. See, I could get one of these things. Am I too old to have a Furby? No, I think it would be good for you because you lack friends. <laughs> I would finally have someone to talk to. I actually have a patent out on it, an adult Furby. You do? Yeah, you can program it yourself. All right. When you when when your friends come over. Yes. I'm not sure that I need Kelly's programmed adult Furby. Oh, y'all, it would be fun. Really funny. An adult Furby. <laughs> I don't know about that. 
No, that just says really inappropriate things. Oh, that type of adult furry. What are you, Brandon? Oh my gosh, you knew what I meant. Oh my gosh, Brandon Baxter in the morning. Just thinking about this, it's kind of random. Um, Do you remember David the Barrel Boy? (laughs) Yes, I remember him. He used to work here. We still talk to him. He's no longer with us. Yeah, he's no longer with our company, but he is still living. So so he's no longer with us, but didn't he go to a Furby convention back in the day? He was somewhere. Didn't he go to a Furby convention? Am I mistaken? Oh, you're you're mistaken by one letter. Furby. What convention did he go to? Mm-mm. He was somewhere like he was in college. I want you to stop. No, what was it? Back it up, Terry, right now. No, tell me. Was it not a Furby? Mm-mm. What was it? Like I said, you just got it one. You got one letter wrong. Furry. David went to the furry convention. <laughs> what is that? What is a furry? I don't know if this is the place to have the conversation. I'm not so sure what's funny about this. He said he was there. Okay. If you're not if you're if you're not so sure on I, our company computer, why don't you is type it, wait, in? Wait, hang on. The way you said uh, it. What? Is it bad? No, I'm just letting everyone know that our company is very nice and they give us a, a desktop computer here. What do I do? Convention? I, I don't know about convention. yeah. He went to convention. a convention. Was he in Washington? Just put in what is. What what do you mean what is? You know how to finish. What is a okay? Fans, artists, writers, gamers, role players. Do do do. See, it's no big deal. Interested in cartoon animals. That's what he went to. You're the one that said it. Well, I just remember him saying he was at one. It it came out of your mouth. No, I didn't go to it. There's a big convention that happens. Let's see here. Anyway, so I um, think Brandon's getting getting a couple of things mixed up, guys. So apologies. No, my apologies. I thought he went to a Furby convention. No, it must have been something different. Anyway, great <laughs> memories of our buddy David, the Barrel Boy, who is no longer with us. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. I just had this thought. Today is National Take Your Dog to Work Day, mm-hmm. and I thought about the time where we decided it would be smart to bring up Charlie and Nash who are our um, Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. Yes. Do you remember what Charlie was doing? Charlie was a little overexcited to be here. Yeah. Was he, he was kind of uh whatever he could get on. Yes. He was exercising. He was, yes, he was dancing. He was exercising his right to move. Yes. And you could tell he was physically excited to be at work when he was running around the office and people were talking to him and Charlie Oh, what you call, okay, I know what you're talking about. Got it. (laughs) Which one of your dogs could we bring to work today? You know, both of them, but it would take them about, it would take them a minute to calm down. But once they were both calmed down, they'd be great. But they would bark at everybody that came in. Yes. And then they would have to calm down again. See, I don't think yours would be great. I think one of yours would be fine. I think the other would be a risk. Well, here's the thing. They can sense bad people. Yes. And when you're around, he's just really uneasy. Yeah. he no, Me? He yeah. does bark at me a lot. Yeah. Oh, no. Anyway, think about that. Think if you could take your dog to work today. Think about places that allow dogs in the workplace. I think it would be great. I love it. 
You love to walk into a place and there's a dog there? One of the very first times I saw that was Eric Birch does real estate. And one of the first times he started selling real estate, I walked into their 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 business thinking that – not even thinking about an animal. Well, sure. You know, a little bit nervous because I was about to look for a house. This was years and years ago. Yeah. And his wife, and he comes out, and all of a sudden, this huge, like, doodle comes out of nowhere. This, And it was, like, loving and, and fluffy. And it completely, at that moment, uh, had, like, calmed my fears, mm-hmm. you know. And there was something to talk about. It broke the ice. And the dog was awesome. And I was like, if I ever own my own business, and I have, like, an awesome dog, like one yeah. of those dogs that are almost like therapy dogs. Sure. I'm doing that because it it just there's something about watching people when when people come into your business and you're not expecting to see a precious animal that's going to love on you and they light up. Yeah, it is pretty yeah. sweet. I like that idea too. National Take Your Dog to Work Day. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you'll hear all about my freak out moment when I realize my day is not going to be perfect. And you'll hear me accuse him of saying basically it's his own fault. <laughs> we also, we catch you up on the super sad story on the Titan, oh. that uh, submersible vehicle that was going underwater and trying to get to the Titanic. Just, it was the ultimate horrible ending that nobody wanted to hear about. Yep. Uh, we'll let you know the latest on that. Things our neighbors hate about us. The return of the Furby. That's a big deal. Uh, plus, there's some country music stars headed to The Voice. More than just Reba. We'll share that. Michael, Ray, and Jake Owen both have new music out, and we share sneak peeks of that, too. Find out more. Listen to the whole thing on the podcast. It's Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly, available wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? For all you NASCAR fans, remember on Sunday, NASCAR Cup Series, Nashville. Also on Sunday, The Walking Dead, Dead City. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend, and we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.